Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Well, Kevin, I believe we now can take the gloves off. I think it is now official, officially basketball season with the SEC basketball media days. The ladies today, the guys were yesterday. And uh, so I guess we can take the gloves off now, can we not? Well, I mean, sure. If that, that's how you want to put it, yeah, let's take them off. <laughs> Well, I, I, I'm not sure what you actually more often than not learn from media days, but I think the one thing that I was encouraged by, I'm sure others were as well, uh, it sounds like Brazil is ready to go. Nothing new about that coming out yesterday. That's what I thought was kind of funny about it. You know, if you go back to the post game. For the red-white game, back on October 4th, Musman said that Brazil's been fully cleared. They were just being precautionary with working him back into five-on-five, you know, the scrimmaging. Um, And then on Pro Day on October 11th, you know, I confirmed the fact that he was back now at that time doing five-on-five live scrimmaging, uh, so that was last week. So he's been saying for a while, Musman's been kind of dancing around, well, when will he actually play then? And, he, and, you know, he's commented, well, you know, you might see him against, uh, in the first exhibition game against Texas Tyler, uh, maybe not. We definitely want to make sure that he's good to go for the first game, the first regular season game, which is November 6th. Um, but he did confirm during his SEC network yesterday that he's still up in the air about this next game. But this was probably the only news out of that, that uh, he says he'll for sure, so I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but, uh, he'll for sure play some against Purdue in the exhibition. So we were speculating on his original timeline of two and a half weeks going back to September 28th. I know I'm going back and forth now that he probably wouldn't play or would be very limited in that first exhibition game, maybe ready for Purdue. So it, it's it's looking more and more like that is the target. So we'll see if he plays tomorrow or not, or if it's limited, or if he starts and plays a few minutes, or if he comes off the bench and plays a few minutes. Or not at all. Khalif Battle, by the way, returned to practice this week. He'd been out. He missed the red-white game. He's been dealing with that foot injury. We'll see what happens with him uh, in terms of is he going to factor in tomorrow. That's a pretty fast time, you know, timeline for coming back to practice on Monday and then being ready to go. But maybe he does. Um, but, you know, the, I think the biggest thing for media days, Randy, when I watch it, you know, the coaches are smiling. It's a great way to showcase your program. Uh, everybody's saying the right things, but you do get some nuggets out of that. I really enjoyed the time that the SEC Network spent with Devo Davis. I thought that part of the interview, that part of their work with the Arkansas contingent of Musselman, Brazil, and, and Devo, uh, you could Devo speaks from the heart, and it comes out every time he's in front of a microphone, and you could tell coming into his fourth year, here's a guy that's, you know, uh, you don't think of him as being through ups and downs simply because, Arkansas has been the back-to-back Elite Eights and a Sweet 16, and since he's been there, he's had a big part of that as a starter and a six-man. Uh, but there have been some ups and downs for him. He's a guy that's taken criticism. He's a guy that 
but he's improved. His three-point shots improved. His decision-making's improved. I think he's been, wanted to be more of a primary handler in his career than he has been. He's spent some time doing that. But here's a guy coming to year four. When I listen to him, it's not just from the heart. He sounds like he's ready to captain a team uh, that can do bigger and better things, which is saying a lot given the recent postseason success. By the way, Kevin, this, as you well know, is our Bud Light Little Blue Book Day. Uh, you can enter by way of our Asher Record Service Company Live Fin Feedback. Uh, you can enter by way of the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. You can email me, Randy R at 1037thebuzz.com. Uh, there is $725.90. The tiebreaker is the total number of chunk plays by Arkansas on Saturday. So are you ready, Mr. Hoopscoop? Okay, I think I heard that right. How many chunk plays? 20 chunk or more plays. yards? 20 or more yards, yes. Okay, all right. Explosion plays, baby. Okay. Uh, they haven't had a lot, have they? They've had a few, not a lot. Uh, I'm gonna, Arkansas is going to win this game. They're ready to snap a streak. Um, I'm going to go ahead and call it Arkansas 35, uh, Mississippi State 20. Um, and chunk plays, I'm going to give. I'm going to say Arkansas is going to pop five of them, at least five. Like it. Twenty or more. Wow. Like it. It's a lot. Explosion. Let's Explosion talk. plays. Twenty more. Twenty there or more. That's what go. I love about Darren McFadden. He was good for three or four of those a game by himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, Darren McFadden is not walking through that door, though. No, he's not walking through that door, guys. But it's so sweet to dream. I'm at Maumelle High School, by the way. Uh, which, you know, back in the day before Maumelle, it was Oak Grove in this area. I'm at basketball practice today, and that's where Darren played, you know, here in the 501, his high school ball. So he, I, I think of him every time I come over here because I'm like, man, as nice as this school was, it is and how much attention it gets. Uh, had this been around when he was playing, there would have been a lot more people probably in the seats getting to watch him play. All right, let's talk with Ricky. Ricky, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Yeah, Randy. Uh, Ricky from Macon. I want to get in the blue book. All right. Uh, 34-24 with four play, chunk plays. Is that Arkansas 34-24? Arkansas. All right. Arkansas. And, and four chunk plays, says Ricky. That's it. You got it, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Battles, that is huge because the way that – Coach Musselman talked, but he, he kind of said, I don't know what we're, what we're going to do with him, but the guy can score. And uh, it sounds like he's going to play a combo between the one and the two is what it sounds like to me. You know, uh, Randy, I think L. Ellis is going to be their it's going to be their primary ball hunter to start. I think Dino's a guy that can slot in time. Clips the guy that even scenarios play the game. Like they used to have, like, no faith beforehand. Sometimes Isaiah Joe, when he was healthy and on and on, they've got different guys they put on hand. When they need your primary handler throughout the game, because they can go get a bucket, because they're good enough as a passer, when they when they can read the situation in the defense and understand, I can't just play hero ball. Now I've got numbers of things, but I'm getting a position, I'm going to make that next pass. And so he may be, you know, but again, Kevin, you're breaking up big time. Mm-hmm. Oh. You're breaking up. Here. Well, you're in, a, you're in a gym, right? Can you hear me? 
Yeah, much I better. That's much better. Yeah. Much better. I don't know. I'm sitting in the same spot. I don't know what. I mean, I'm out here at Monmel High School. The service is a little iffy out here sometimes. Yeah. And uh, you're still breaking no, up. I was just saying, I don't know what you guys heard. Huh? You're still breaking up a little bit. But not bad. But not bad. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, you don't. Well, know I don't what know heard. what you heard, but I was just saying, Battle be an end of game kind of primary handler because he can create his own shot and it has a IQ situations with the ball on pass when the defense is overcorrect to try to. Stop. Kevin, last time you were on, <laughs> didn't didn't you, uh, Randy? I may be wrong. Maybe I was in La La Land or something. But didn't you mention something about Jalen Graham and? You know what his status is. Was that was that even mentioned on the last time Kevin was here? Yeah. So Jalen Graham did not go through pro day. Yeah, that's. Um, and I've, I've been asked not to say any more than that. I uh, was told that after pro day, it might be a day or so where something would come out about it and they disclose something about that. But that didn't happen. Uh, so we'll see. You know, uh, I can't. What I don't know if he's been presented since pro day. I don't know any details on his availability uh, Friday night first exhibition. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to try uh, Chase. Chase, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Doing great. Thank you, Chase. I'm thinking uh, the final score is going to be 34-18 Arkansas. Okay. With about four 20-yard plays for Arkansas. Four it is. Four chunk plays, 34-18 Arkansas. Yes, sir. Also, I've heard some rumors uh, from a very reliable source, I might add, <laughs> that Lincoln Riley is going to be coming to coach next year for the Hall. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I would uh, say your reliable source may not be so reliable. <laughs> well, it's because I made it up. Yeah, okay. Good for you. Thank you, Chase. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can chase that room. Chase that one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk to Ryan. Ryan, good afternoon. All right, guys. Uh, I want to get in that book, Randy. All right, let's do it, Ryan. All right, give me 37, Arkansas, 20 for Mississippi, and let's go six on that chunk. All right, 37, 20, Arkansas, six chunk plays. Yes, and I've got a question. Actually, I want to know if Rick will Rick thing. Would Arkansas even consider dropping two backs in the backfield? That way maybe we could, you know, catch a flanker or another blocker or, or something, try something different. Could that be something that They actually, about three three or four snaps against Alabama, they did have two backs. They had Dominion and Johnson in the backfield together. Uh, on, on at least one of them, they put one of them in motion, maybe both of them, but um, they – there's only a handful of plays that they did have two backs in the backfield, Dominion and Johnson, well, at I, the same time. Yeah, and I've seen those, and you think maybe you get a little chip block or somebody go out there and swing past or something. Got something different. But I, I was just curious what you thought, Rick. But uh, you guys have a good afternoon. Thank you, Ryan. To me, the reason to do it would be to protect him. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the best reason to have two of them back there. Well, the back – if I remember correctly, on the uh, amazing play by <laughs> we lost him altogether, uh, lost Kevin altogether. Uh, but he kind of looked over his left shoulder, I guess, like when Arnold went flying by, 
Uh, so he didn't even chip him. Now, I don't know yeah. if, if his uh, he was a release valve that was going into the flat, and his assignment was not the chip at that defender coming in from the looked like almost like a corner blitz. That's yes. But um, he didn't even graze him, and maybe he thought, "Well, I got I got to turn around and go back and get him, or whatever it was." But it it didn't matter. It didn't help. All right, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Back in. A- now let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers going the extra mile. Do we have you back this time? I hope so. Can y'all hear me clear oh, this time around? Great. That's even better this time around. Yeah. Good. Well, we'll see. I'm still at Mall Mail, so I'm about to go. Practice wraps up at 5.30. As soon as we're done, I'm going to go get the last 30 minutes. I've already caught the first 30. Uh, you know, you've, we've got 2026 Jacob Lanier, who has a hog offer, national top 30. 6'6 combo guard. He loves to play the one. He's He's got one of the most smoothest, just most relaxed-looking shots, and it is very efficient and effective all the way out to the three line. He's just a sophomore in high school. Started last year for Mom but they got a lot of size and some talented players. A lot of above-the-rim guys, too. They're going to be fun to watch this year, guys. I was wondering what you were doing there, but I expected that's why you were there to watch practice. Let's talk to Mark. Well, Mark, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Yes, yep. sir. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Go ahead, Mark. I want, I want to get in that blue book. Let's do it, Mark. In Arkansas, 38. Mississippi State, 17. How many chunk plays? Mark? Oh, Mark. Mark? Yes. How many, yes. Chunk, how many chunk plays? Five. Five it is. Okay. Thank you, yes, Mark. Sir. Says down on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Uh, maybe it just takes time for travel, uh, sound to travel that far. Philip, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey there, Randy and Rick and Hoop Scoop. How are you guys doing? What's up, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I got a question for Hoop Scoop, and I got it. I want to get in the blue book. All right. Okay, Hoop Scoop, was that you yesterday was saying that uh, Brazil, the scout said Brazil was a lottery pick? Right. So one of the NBA scouts who attended Arkansas's Pro Day just raved about Brazil. The first words out of his mouth when I asked him what was his first big takeaway from being at Pro Day, and he's been to every one of Arkansas. In fact, since being at Arkansas Pro Day, he's already been to three more Pro Days or practices with teams that were in last year's Final Four or Elite Eight. So these guys get around. They see players all over college basketball all season. They see players overseas. But the first words out of his mouth, Trevor Brazil today, based on today's performance, is a lottery pick. He said top five, top ten. He said it just wow. felt like, seemed like he didn't miss a shot. He said he probably missed one three and made at least five or six. Um, and he, you know, said he was really smooth. He goes, we, we were expecting, we didn't know what to expect because we knew his situation. And he was just getting back to five on five after all this layoff, even though he's been on limited practice. It's just different when you're competing. And uh, they he blew everybody away. Another scout told me his performance was exceptional. People uh, with Arkansas's program that I talked to and that were in that building were blown away as well. And so that's one day. He's not going to get drafted based on that one performance. But with right. 30, 
but with 30 scouts and per- personnel guys and 20 representing 23 NBA teams, it's it, it, it gets you out front and center on their minds moving forward for sure. Well, a follow up to that was, you know, if he's a lottery pick, did they not show up last year? The Arkansas pro day, did he not perform as well? And if he did, why why is he back this year instead of why did he just enter the draft? And somebody may pick him and do like they did the Porter kid from Missouri, you know, just put him on ice for you. If he's been, you know, if they if they said that kind of talent, that's that, that's my question. Why did he even come back if he's a lottery pick? Yeah, guys, I'm, I think I'm, I didn't get much of that. Why, is it, why, why did he even come back if he's a lottery pick? And the reason being, I think, uh, Philip, more than anything else, uh, there was the question marks lingering about his knee, so he might as well play this year, clean that up, clear it up, and that will ensure he, he possibly could be a well, lottery pick. Well, the other thing is these comments were made after their pro day just a few days ago. I mean, this isn't something they were saying about him. This time a year ago when they had Pro Day, he was thought to be a first-round potential guy. But the same, right. very same scout I talked to a year ago, I didn't have to bring it up in the conversation because I remember precisely what he told me, and I recorded about Brazil, and he said he had a ways to go on things. And so okay. even though he's missed a lot, I think it helped him playing overseas last summer. I think it helped him uh, getting those eight games in the did. He played very well in Maui, really helped Arkansas, 20 points, nine rebounds in that win over – San Diego State, and that's no laughing matter. That's a team that's one of the best mid-major programs in the country, went to the national title game. But he laid some good work and what he had done before getting hurt. And I, this tells me also that not only is he taking his rehab seriously, but he's been in the gym working on stuff, um, you know, without necessarily pushing a re-injury with his knee. But he's been working on stuff because they felt like, looking at him this time around, they could see the vast difference between him just this time Versus last year when Musselman was calling him at the time he got hurt, one of the top five players in the SEC. So there shouldn't be a lot of surprises if you think Brazil's going to be back full go. Okay. Thank you for that information. I won't get in the blue book, Randy. Let's do it, Philip. Okay. I'm going 31-17 hogs and two chunk plays. 31-17, two chunk plays, says Philip. Thank you, Philip. Hey, Rick, you might want to go out there and check that jukebox out and make sure it still works. Have a good. There may be some dust on it. All right, enjoy your weekend. In fact, starting today, enjoy the practice, Kevin. That is Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of hogville.net. And thanks to Fence Brokers, as they are the primary sponsor.